0: Hello and welcome to Mortgage Insider from Barclays, the series where we discuss the biggest issues facing the mortgage broking industry. I'm Tony Rimmer, a Business Development Manager in the Northwest,
1: And I'm Claire McPhail, a Business Development Manager in the Southeast. This week we're not talking about the pandemic for a change, we're focusing on something a lot more positive, social media. How can brokers use it to develop their business? How do they get started and what should they avoid? Now, I know that I do use LinkedIn, but certainly I don't look at Twitter very much. Tony, do you use social media much?
0: Well, in a similar way, Claire, I use LinkedIn and I've used LinkedIn for a number of years now, but I don't have much of an awareness of the other platforms that may be available for me to use.
1: We spoke to Martin Stewart. An independent mortgage broker and founder of London Money to find out how he uses Twitter to raise his profile and win business. Hi Martin, thanks for joining us today.
2: Hi Claire, it's a pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Yes, hi Martin. Hi Tony, how are you? I'm very well.
0: Excellent.
2: Thank you.
1: <laughs> Martin, I've been having a look at your Twitter profile. You've got oh, a lot oh, dear. of dear. <laughs> What a lot found, of followers. don't worry I'm not going to say it on air no it's <laughs> it, it it very active on there and and certainly what we'd like to know from you is how and why really you got started on that social media forum
2: yeah it's it's a good question Claire I do ask myself that actually every day what am, <laughs> what am I doing on here what um, have I
1: let myself in for <laughs> yeah
2: yeah exactly how do I get out of it um it was actually by accident uh my colleague who i was working with at the time he he set that up he said look we have to do this, this is this is the future this is back in i think about 2010 and I went all right I'll crack on i was yeah, gonna say crack when on, was do that you need yeah, yeah. so he set it all up and then he, he promptly left <laughs> which is really annoying and i don't like to start something and, and not finish it you know i always think that's uh, that feels like a backward step so I reluctantly you know took over the account and I thought well let's just have a look you know what it's all about and back then in two thousand ten i wasn't a huge fan of social media I was, I was quite suspicious of it didn't feel that comfortable with it um but once as with most things once you start to do something once you start to get involved with it quite actively um you see a different side to things and that's effectively what i did with with twitter i actually saw the real benefits i didn't i stopped concentrating on the negatives and there are plenty of negatives which i'm sure we'll get on to in time but just worked on the positives which was the fact that actually it has shrunk the world social media for everybody and it's given me the opportunity to market my business to to people that I would never ever meet uh, in, in a normal working day so taking that and and the fun aspects of social media and the collaborative nature of social media suddenly it turned it around for me and and and, and you know it's gone on leaps and bounds it's actually become the most important business tool that that we've got
1: Yeah, I mean, you definitely, when you're posting items on there, it's not that it's specifically, I would say, sort of work mortgage related, is it always?
2: No, because again, one of the early lessons was, no, no, don't talk about mortgages, talk about everything other than mortgages to get noticed. And then bring mortgages back into it, bring the day job back into it, you know, because there are various aspects with, with, uh, with the content that you put out there. Some is direct to consumer, some is direct to uh, professional collections, and some is direct to our peers that work in the mortgage industry.
1: Thanks, Martin. And in regards to the business, what, what difference has it made to the business itself, having that, the work that you've been doing on Twitter and what's come out the other side of it as such?
2: I think probably, Claire, there, there, there are three metrics that I would I would try and gauge that by. One is, does it raise the profile of either myself or my business? And, and yes, it has done. Two, has it helped us expand? Um, does it get us into areas that we wouldn't normally be in generally? Does it help from a recruitment uh, point of view? Yes, it has. And thirdly, it, from a monetary point of view, have I made money from it? And yes, I have. And very hard to gauge, but I would say that I've probably done something like 70,000 tweets in my Twitter career for the want of a better phrase. It sounds like an awful lot.
1: <laughs> it's but a lot, I've generated
2: yeah. probably £100,000 worth of revenue off the back of it. So in that respect, you know, if I, again, monetizing it like that and breaking it down, it, people say, oh, I haven't got time to do it. I can't think of anything to say. Well, I think I, I haven't got time not to do it. I have to keep doing it but there's got to be an end to it and the end to it is I have to generate something I have to generate some sort of activity even if that's just basic engagement although I I have wasted my time I have shouted into the void and it can be a void sometimes it can be a very lonely place
0: I I was going to say I think you're right in what you're saying and and it's very interesting I like the way that you've got the three metrics Martin but I think linking it in and I think looking at your Twitter profile and the length of time you've you, you know you've been in the role, I, I too have been around for about thirty years. I work with a, a lot of brokers now as a BDM for the last three or four years that that have equally been in the industry for similar length of time, but certainly not where you are in relation to social media. But I think now starting to think about this is something I need to start looking at. The, the the dynamic of COVID has probably changed the landscape of everything. A lot of the brokers that I'm speaking to would really love to be able to do what you're doing, but nervous, perhaps a little bit about it. And I think you also mentioned about time because they're so busy at the moment. Um, it's that, It's that catch 22. How do you reevaluate your business look at the three metrics that you're using and think right this is this is now quite an important thing to do
2: so you know it's quite, quite a long-winded introduction <laughs> from me sorry but- what was the question Uh, No, you you make some interesting points there, uh, Tony, which we can probably spin off into other aspects of of the job as well. But one thing you mentioned there was they don't have the time to do it because everyone's busy. However, I look at myself as a businessman. Okay, so I am the compliance manager. I am the IT manager, but I'm also the marketing guy. And that's what I do that for, you know, And, and building up that presence builds up the presence of my business. And if I build up the presence of my business, I can generate business. And then I can feed that back to the team if I have to. So it, I think it's taken ourselves a bit more seriously. People need to start thinking a little bit more commercially minded and maybe sort of redesigning how they do this job. Concentrate on what you're good at. Okay, be front of house, make a lot of noise. The, the world is a very, very noisy place. Tell everybody that you're here. You know, Twitter really is your shop window. So so I suppose linking into that then, Martin,
0: if, if you sort of were to... Cast yourself back 10 years ago and look at what you did when you started out. If you were providing advice to yourself today about starting off with Twitter and starting out again, what what would you do? How would you, you know, what advice would you provide to
2: to brokers that are listening to this today? I think I think actually I probably would have I don't think I'd necessarily change anything uh, in terms of in terms of what I do on Twitter I, I think I, I like to think my followers would probably totally disagree I like to think I've got the balance just right in terms of of how I deal with it and how I do it I don't always get it right I have in my Twitter career had a number of Twitter spats <laughs> with uh, with people uh, very very hard to avoid uh, especially in the early days, because you don't quite understand the rhythm of Twitter. There is a there is a an inherent rhythm to Twitter. Understanding that early on will help you walk away from situations that can save you a lot of time and heartache. Again, if you were a broker, never done this before, just
0: starting out today, let's say focusing on stage one of those metrics, just on the profile, can't um, can't can't sort of quite manage the time perspective to get to the level of of tweets, you know, is developing that
2: process. What would be the sort of key aspect of that to get right in the profile, do you think? The broker would need to understand themselves first. That's what, that, that, that's what I would suggest. It's, you know, get a bit of paper. What do you like? What are you good at? All right. And then you can start to follow similar types of accounts to you so that actually what you are doing is, you're talking to like-minded people so you know there are guys on twitter that uh, into motorbikes or formula one we talked previously tony about football well follow, follow your football team follow those that follow your football team and then you've already got your little community your little safe community that of like-minded individuals and that that will help break that fear of getting involved and then you expand that out into well who do i know in the industry so somebody like you know monty at corico has got a personality of the year mortgage strategy award winner um, you know uh, there are plenty of people out there within with uh, the precise guys precise mortgages have got a very strong uh, social media presence so start to follow people like that who are already out there and and then before you know it you've got a hardcore 100 people that you feel comfortable talking with and, and then just just go from there but, to me, this is a free, free medium. You know, this is this costs absolutely nothing apart from a few seconds, twenty times a day. To me, this is like being given, you know, all the Harrods shop windows for free, and I, I've been allowed to market myself in that shop window, twenty four seven.
1: It's interesting that you sort of, uh, uh, like you said, what I think is really interesting is when you were talking about are you a mortgage advisor, or are you a businessman or woman? Um, and, and the thing that I know from bigger companies would talk about employing somebody specifically to do that element of, I suppose, the networking as such, but you do it all yourself. So I suppose that gives to the personal touch. What are your feelings on that?
2: What this has to be about is it's authenticity, okay? It has to be you. It's got to, your business is your DNA, all right? You have to let everyone know what your personality is about, what your business is about. You cannot outsource that. I think, uh, I mean, on that basis then, uh, Martin, when you look back and you think
0: of 70,000 tweets uh, that that you've done, that sort of resonated with me. How do you go about thinking about what what do I write? You know, what, what do
2: I put in a tweet? I think in some respects, uh, don't, the thought process should be not to think about it, because the moment you start to think about something, you, you, you start to veer towards overthinking about something. Um, and, and, then, and then you get writer's block. One good thing about Twitter is it, it's spontaneity. OK, it's very instant. And that doesn't bode well for any Shakespearean etiquette in terms of, you know, some flowery poetic, you know, it's got, the moment will have passed by the time you finish writing something. You do have to be quick. In terms of the uh, numeracy of it, I read in, back in 2010, um, I think it was, uh, Tony, that to be relevant on, on a social media platform like Twitter, you have to, you have to message 20 times a day. Otherwise, you will just disappear into the void along with everybody else. And I I looked at my stats actually last year, and I think I did 19.4. So I I took that on board, and I think that's probably helped build up a following um, and built up the engagement. And the engagement is very, very important. It's not necessarily about the tweeting. You know, tweeting is a numbers game. So 20 tweets in a day, right, 19 of them might get no engagement at all. It's the one that gets the engagement that's important.
1: Yeah and you don't just tweet do words you've got a whole multitude of things that you put on there haven't you like little gifts and different sort of things that you add on?
2: Yeah, the GIF add-on has been great because it does allow you, going back to that argument about sarcasm font, it does allow you to put a GIF in, which can maybe then highlight what the messages you're trying to say. Um, and I think that does bring a bit of a fun element into it. There are Twitter, Twitter analytics behind that, and I do spend a lot of time looking at that to see what the engagement has been like, what tweets kind of work. You know, the work tweets don't really work unless you're saying something controversial. And that's the other thing. You shouldn't be shy about what you say. You know, you shouldn't be rude necessarily about what you say. But if you've got an opinion, you know, we are entitled to air that eloquently where possible. So I think sometimes, you know, looking at looking at what works and what doesn't work for me, sometimes it's the most stupid tweets that, that are actually... Very very successful. Sometimes I work on a tweet and think this is the one that's going to send me viral. This is the one that Lady Gaga is going to retweet on my behalf, uh, and it and it dies a, a pitiful death. So with that in mind, then Martin, do, do you have a particular
0: strategy that you follow when you look in? So if you were, if you're providing any advice to to brokers out there, what what particular advice would you
2: you give if, if you were just getting started? I think the uh, first thing is just jump in, right? That it, that, that's got to be the... F- Don't sit on the outside looking in. I say this to my 12-year-old, to get involved. Get involved in life. Nothing bad is going to happen. If it's not for you, it doesn't matter. At least you gave it a go. Same things with Twitter. Get involved. Don't be nervous. It can be very intimidating. I remember when I first looked at it in 2010, it's, people are chatting away like they've known each other for 50 years. I mean, they've probably never even met each other. But there is a bond within social media that you do, you do actually have. You can create friendships. And I, I've had plenty of nights out with people that I've met on Twitter that I would not normally have met. Uh, so I think jumping in is the first thing um, I suggest there, Tony. Secondly, it is getting to that habit of aiming for that traction. Which is getting up towards twenty tweets a day. And don't start the moment the moment the thought comes into your head. I can't think of anything to tweet. You've got to kill it straight away. Even if you just say, "Oh, I've looked out the window. It's raining today. What's the weather like with you?" An open question like that will ultimately open up some sort of debate with someone who will say, "Yeah, it's raining here, or it's sunny here." You know, and then you're off. You know, breaking that initial fear is really important. What I think you have to do is get into the habit of tweeting with that first cup of coffee in the morning. Getting active between seven and nine in the morning is quite good because that's when people are having that cup of coffee, sitting down, maybe commuting, if you ever get back to those days again. Uh, They're on the phone generally. Um, Nine or twelve, people are going to be busy in the day. So it's going to be very sporadic. You might think of something, put it in there. But then lunchtime again, people will just turn away from work a little bit and just take 5, 10 minutes over lunch. And then same in the afternoon and hit it again in the evening. Um, And don't neglect the weekend. I just wondered if I could take that stage further. I know there's part of it from a broker's
0: perspective, Martin, that always sort of comes into financial services to some degree is around the FCA guidance and how that might sit with this type of thing. And I know the sort of flavour of that would be, you know, the FCA, it has to be clear, fair, not misleading, uh, that any form of communication is capable of being a financial promotion. Firms should make investors aware of risks and benefits of an investment product um, each communication should be looked at, considered, and considered individually. You know that type of thing may initially put brokers off venturing down this road. So, you know, with, with, with that in mind, I just wondered whether that sort
2: of forms part of the, the, the Twitter that the, you know that yeah. you, you're involved in. We, yeah, we we are in a regulated environment, clearly. Um, and we've had that drilled into us now for 20 25 years i would never give specific advice to a consumer on social media all right i will never recommend a product on social media i can give you an opinion on social media i can tell you what my preferences are but it's all very generic it's all very open-ended uh, and it's not focused on on anything in particular
1: We've spoken a lot about Twitter. I know that's your sort of forum of choice. What about some of the other? I know that you have a you're on LinkedIn and other profiles. It's it's a very different feel, isn't it?
2: It's a very different feel. This 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 will go back to um, uh, maybe Tony's previous question about you know what what, what how brokers get started. I think um, I made a, I made a decision very early on just to stick with the platform that suited my personality best, which was. Twitter, because you know, if you can't say it in 280 characters or less, then in my opinion, it's probably not worth saying, and and it can be throwaway and disposable, which is my personality. So uh, that suits me. That suits me down to the ground. Something like LinkedIn is a bit more uh, maybe B two B. I've never quite engaged with LinkedIn, but I, I I can speak to lots of brokers and they tell me. That they absolutely love LinkedIn. It's, it's been great for their business. Uh, other people are now getting into the Instagrams and uh, TikToks. It's whatever suits you best. I mean, some people just they rave about Facebook. You know, I'm, I haven't even got a Facebook account. So it, it's it's what works best. I think if you try and nail all the platforms, you'll probably struggle. I think if you just find the one that you go, do you know what? I'm good. I'm good on that. Then that's the one to focus on.
1: I think that's a good place to, yeah, I think we've heard, Excellent. yeah, thank you. Thank you Yeah, very much. it's really interesting what you've had to say. Thank you for joining yeah, us so today. I can see
2: you both on Twitter now, can Yeah, I? you can see You, you will. Yeah. You're allowed to join. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'll have one <laughs> follower. Can I? Can you follow me back, Martin?
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I will. Absolutely. <laughs> the three of us could link up, couldn't we? And we make <laughs> make feel better anyway. A little Twitter <laughs> tea club.
0: <laughs> no, really good, really interesting. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thank you ever so much.
1: That was Martin Stewart of London Money and that was the fourth episode of Mortgage Insider. The views expressed by guests in this podcast are their opinions only and do not reflect the views of Barclays.
0: The full FCA guidance on social media is available on the FCA's website.
1: If you have any questions you'd like to ask the experts, please email us at mortgageinsider at
0: And please do subscribe through your usual podcast app so you don't miss an episode. I'm Tony Rimmer.
1: And I'm Claire McPhail. Thank you for listening.